Welcome to Truth Seeing Mamas. I'm Carissa. And I'm Christian. We are both pastor's wives and mamas who are seeking truthful accounts of what it looks like for believers to have faithful endurance in real life. We hope that these conversations not only touch your heart, but also encourage you to have genuine community with other believers. We believe we can't truly be all God called us to be unless we embrace a biblical and meaningful community with our church bodies. Welcome to Truth Seeking Mamas. We are so glad you're here. Hey friends, thanks for joining us again this week. This week we are doing a reflections episode on our conversation with Miss Anne from last week. So if you haven't already, pause right here and go check that out. Christian, I hate that I wasn't able to be a part of the live conversation with you and Anne, but I was absolutely blessed by what you all talked about. And I know uh, for you, it was also very personal because you got to be the hands and feet with Anne um, kind of during that time of her life. So I just wanted to tell you, I really was moved by that conversation. It was really a pleasure to interview Anne. And when we started this podcast, she was one of the first people I thought of. I would love for her to share the story of Mike and how the Lord just worked in their lives during a very difficult season. I'm very grateful that she chose to uh, be a part of sharing a story that is so near and dear to her heart and something she's walking through personally right now. So that was just a pleasure to be a part of that. Absolutely. I think that conversation is something, and as you know, this is kind of why we wanted to do this podcast is we wanted to have conversations with individuals that you're not, you might not get to hear when it comes to regular interactions at church we want to have real conversations with people so people have an idea you know what is going on in people's lives that are real and sometimes those real things are hard you know and I think those are just as needed as the good things we share Mm -hmm. it reminded me of a scripture and I texted this to Ann after we recorded it's from second Corinthians chapter one verses three through seven and it says blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ the father of mercies and god of all comfort who comforts us in our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort Mm -hmm. with which we ourselves are comforted by god i really feel like that's just in verse two verse four but even that i texted this if that is what she has been able to do for others just by sharing her story of how the Lord was with her and Mike and how God is transforming her heart through this season of grief. And then it keeps going on in verse five and it says, for as we share abundantly in Christ's suffering, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Mm. If we are afflicted, it is your comfort and salvation is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. Mm, That's good. Good word. It's good word. This week uh, we were singing a song at church and um, the song is called 
Amazing God. It's probably not the song if you've heard a song called Amazing God. This one's for choirs and such. But uh, let me just read to you just the first, um, just the first verse. It says, do you want to hear a story of how I made it through when life was full of trouble, pain, and fear? The answer may sound simple, though everything else crumbles. The one thing has remained through all the years. And it goes into the chorus. I still serve an amazing God. Every mile my weary feet have trod. He still cares. He still hears. He's still mending broken hearts and drying tears. When we started singing that song at church, I was like, this is a story just in the in that song. I don't know. It was just very moving to me. And it recalled back uh, your all's conversation together. And uh, it's so true. And I just appreciated her transparency with things that she has walked through. But I also love that she shared about God's goodness even through mm-hmm. the hard things she walked through. I think sometimes people either get stuck just in that hard place that they don't have time to go back and look at how God is faithful to them mm-hmm. through the hard things. And I, I think that's hard, you know, but I'm so glad, you know, she was able to go back and revisit the Lord's faithfulness Um his body being there, you know, in the most difficult times all over the world, people were there praying for them and such. And that was such a beautiful picture of the global church along with the local church that played out in their story. Yes. It reminded me of a quote, a Mike ism, if you would say, (laughs) he would talk about what fellowship meant. And he would state, fellowship is in the word itself. It's two fellows in a ship going in the same direction. And it was such a reminder of what Christ's body is supposed to be. Fellowship with the body of Christ allows us to be present in ways we could not be if we were not walking with the Lord mm-hmm. and, not, and not following him. And so as believers surrounding Mike and Anne the Lord used them. They were walking in fellowship with one another through this season, you know, and Mike going home to be with the Lord and also Anne afterwards living life. And she reflected with me later that Mike actually gave her a canoe that he built. And it was, it's just been a constant reminder to her of the beauty and the challenge it is to be in fellowship with other believers and just the way she's been able to pour into others through this time of loss. That's good. That, that is so precious. Christian, I loved when Anne talked about the passage of scripture that talks about when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Psalm 23. Yes. I just the way she explained that from her experience was just amazing. You know how she said, What is the shadow? It's whatever is between us and God. Wow. That's intense. You know, we we don't think about it that way, though. But I guess all the, when you walk through certain things, 
you're going to come away with a different perspective for passages of scripture you've probably heard your whole life. In reflecting on Psalm 23, it caused me to reflect on the chapter in Romans. Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8, and it talks about how God shows kindness towards us even while we were yet sinners. And how he still longs for a relationship with us. And then you turn to the book of Hebrews and it talks about he knows what it's like to be 100% because he was 100% God and 100% man. And he knows what it's like to deal with the griefs and sorrows Mm. that we bear in this life. This morning I was reading a poem to the children because we were talking about kindness in school. It was on another sorrow by William Blake. And in the poem, he's reflecting on the different things, the the woes of the birds and the sorrows that they feel and the baby crying and the grief and care. Does, does God hear those things? Of course he does. He's with us in those moments. But not only that, it, it talks about in the poem as well that he became an infant small and he also became a man of woe and he does and he feels the sorrows that we feel and he knows the size that we have and the tears that we weep. And, but not only that, he gives us the joy. You think about God, he comes down to us through man in the sun. I mean, he comes down to us as the son. And not only does he live a sinless life, he faces the temptations that we faced. He, he knows the sorrows that we bear because of sin being in the world, the separation we have from other people. But not only that, he separates himself from the father dying on the cross. And to feel what that separation felt like, we will never know. Because not only did he die, he, wrote, he was buried and he rose again. So we will never have to feel that full separation from God if we are a believer in Christ. We will have relationship. And so thinking and reflecting back on Anne's episode and the, the shadow you know, how sometimes the sins and the griefs we bear, it feels like we can't have a relationship with God, but that's not what it is at all. It's God wanting us to have a deeper relationship with him. Absolutely. And that is so hard in the moments of grief and sorrow because we, we can't fix the situation. We can't make it go away. We can't make ourselves feel better, but we do know the one who can. Mm. He can be with us in those moments and we can remember the truth of his word. And if the person that passes away in our life is a believer, we can find comfort in knowing they are with Christ. And if they are not a believer, that's hard. Walking through those times of grief and not knowing the salvation of the person that has passed away or knowing that they weren't a believer. Those moments are difficult, but trusting that God is just and good despite whatever happens in that person's life, whether they were a believer or not, you know, God is just and good. And that's, that's also another hard thing to think about and walk through um, during times of grief. Mm. But just to remember that God knows what it's like because he sent the son who was a hundred percent God and a hundred percent man and was able to walk with man and know what, they feel what they think, how they see life in a totally different way. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting and reflecting on that. Absolutely. Absolutely.
I know that you and your husband got to go down and visit with them while he was in the last stages of his life. And what um, our podcast audience doesn't know, but I got to hear, and I just kind of wanted to bring this up, is you had mentioned, or Anne was saying to you, thank you, because she got to have a conversation with you and just kind of pour out her heart to you. And um, you just sat and listened to her. And I got emotional listening to her talk with you about that. Um, before you all had officially started the podcast, because that is truly what we are supposed to do as the body of Christ, whether that's local church members or, you know, as the extended church family, is she was able to just talk with you and share with you about things that were going on in her heart and mind. And I didn't know if you would like to share a little bit about that, um, with the audience, if you feel comfortable doing so. When we found out that Mike was most likely in the last stages of his life, the Lord provided a way for us to go and visit him. We, we spent the night at a local bed and breakfast sort of thing. And um, we went, we stayed for two days. Uh, first day we got to visit with him for a short while. And his parents were present. And so we got to visit with them and visit with Anne. And one of the first things Anne and I were able to do were just, was just to be able to go out on the front porch. I sat with her on the swing on the front porch and she was just able to talk to me. And... I was just able to sit and listen because in those moments, I didn't know what to say. I didn't have the right words to say, but I could sit there with her and let her communicate whatever she needed to say. Mm. The next day we came back before we left and um, something William asked Anne and Mike is if, if Mike would like for them to do the Lord's Supper one last time together. And so Anne said yes. So we went to Walmart and we got some pita bread and some grape juice and we took it back to their house. And Mike was at a point where even eating and drinking was extremely difficult so he asked if he asked if he could use peach juice instead of the grape juice because it was easier for him to drink we were able to get some little cups together and poured out the juice and William fixed the bread and uh, he was able to do the Lord's Supper for Mike one last time it was such a precious time because not only did he get to serve his dear brother in Christ, his last Lord's Supper on earth, but he also was able to pray for him and Anne and his parents and their daughter. After the Lord's Supper, we were able to um, sing the doxology together, which is very special. 
Mike and I used to sing together for youth group when William was at a church. And um, that was just a really special moment. We said our goodbyes to them that day. And two days later, the Lord took him home. William, my husband and I and the children, the week, I believe it was the week after he passed, we went to where we had served before and William prepared the funeral and the music. And it was just a time where we could be present with Anne and Eden and their family and be available to them. The goal wasn't for us to, to do anything more than just be available where needed. It was a time of just a wonderful time of prayer and praise to God. We had a worship service at the home of Mike and Ann the night before the funeral, which Mike would have loved (laughs) because the reflection wasn't on Mike. Mike always wanted the reflection to be on Christ. So that was just a beautiful time of fellowship and people sharing about their love for Mike that night. And then the next day, the funeral was just a beautiful way to remember what Christ had done through Mike. And that's how Mike would want it to be. It wouldn't be about him. It was reflecting back on Christ. One thing that I just over and over again, and even with you speaking about Mike's legacy, is I think that's something that he is remembered for. But even what he stood for and made the most about his life is something that's still impacting those today, specifically his wife. And, you know, we don't understand why God allows us to walk through hard things, allows his saints to walk through hard things. But, you know, we know that this is just a shadow of what is to come. And like you said before, the hope that we have in Christ, without that, I don't know how anybody goes through hard things like losing a spouse, terminal illness. For me, day-to-day life, I don't know how, I'd, how I would deal without the Lord. But I'm so glad that you all had, you knew Mike, and he even made an impact on your family. And that's something that will continue on. So you mentioned, I believe it was in the episode, you mentioned that you brought in a banana bread. When you all came to visit. <laughs> so this yeah. is your segue into our food section. <laughs> to kind of lighten our, to lighten our mood here. And on a, a happier note. For our audience. But would you like to tell us about your banana bread that you made for them? Yes, I made a buttermilk banana bread. I've made it quite often. But I ended up bringing it because I didn't know what was going on and what they needed. I do remember making a a quiche, I think, as well to take them. Um, But that goes really well with banana bread. (laughs) So so the link to a similar one, it's not the exact uh, recipe. As I could not find where I got the exact recipe, it's just in my recipe book and handwritten. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, but the one I placed in the show notes will be very similar and is excellent. 
my recipe this week is not something I made, but it's something my husband made and I assisted in his making, but it was a chicken corn chowder. So I will. Ooh, that sounds good. Oh my goodness. It is so good. <laughs> uh, we made a huge bat of it on Saturday and uh, I ate the last bit of it for lunch today. So uh, less than five days, it was completely gone. Uh, <laughs> so it was very good, very hearty. So I'll be glad to add that to the bottom as well. One last thing before we go. I just want to encourage you all, like Christian expressed, she did not have the words to share with Anne and Mike. But her and her husband came and were present with them. And I just want to encourage you, like we've said before, you don't have to have all the words. Sometimes just being present and listening and praying for them. That is way more than I think we know until somebody tells us. Or maybe we won't know until we're with the Lord and we go back over our lives and he points that out to us. So just be faithful to sit and listen and pray with those you know that are walking through hard times. Christian, is there anything else you'd like to add before we get off here? I think you've summed it up nicely. All right. (laughs) Don't forget to check us out on all the social medias, Facebook and Instagram, Truth Seeking Mamas. Also, if you all are looking for a gift idea, we have a journal that we've released on Amazon. You can order directly from Amazon and it will come right to your house. It is perfect. Um, It is called Truth Seeker and you can type in um, my name, Carissa, C-A-R-I-S-S-A, and it should come up and we will be glad to link that as well in case you're just needing a gift idea since we're getting close to the holidays. But we appreciate you all coming back every week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy lives to spend time with us as we walk through the difficult things of life together and share. We'll talk to you soon.